Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. All right, here we are once again, my lovely patrons. I know it's been a couple of months and we've fallen behind, but it's come to all you guys and gals a bit later than I had planned, but with real life and the real job getting in the way of my dreams of becoming a huge show that takes over the podcasting and YouTube world. Uh, but here we go with the episode based specifically on the life and times of that one perpetual thorn in the sides of all atheists. I'm talking about King Crocoduck himself, the Living Waters evangelist, Ray Comfort. And I've since learned that when you really look at the evidence, the truth is it takes more faith to be an atheist than it does to believe in God. You've really got to ignore the facts. Well, it's funny how we equate the word atheism with intellectual. Yeah. It's the exact opposite. That's right. Uh, Mr. Comfort was born way far back in the last year of, 19, of the 1940s. Uh, he is what he, he likes to call a Christian and a Jew. As his mother was Jewish, he likes to hedge that bet. What? Yeah, he's a Christian and a Jew. No, you can't be that, though. He's culturally Jewish, just and just like how, you know. No, but you can't be that, that, though, because culturally Jewish doesn't mean anything. There's lots of Have you ever seen the the Jews for Jesus things that they have out there? I have, but that doesn't (laughs) make any sense. Because Judaism, and I know people really don't like this, it's not a race, not a culture. It's a religion. I believe Uh, so, too. there, There is a Eastern... There is an Eastern culture that uh, has Jewish roots, kind of like yeah, Palestine, you know, Palestine. That <laughs> yeah, like there's Syria. And, there, and there's like uh, Eastern European, yeah. Jew, like those Jews have a specific culture, such as bagels. But like Christians in the area act and do the same things. Like it's a cult. That's the culture. Yeah, is the Eastern European mm. thing, and they're wanna, mostly Jews there, or they were, and that's that. That's what we call right now. Jewish. There's African Jews. African Jews? Yeah, there's African Jews. What does it taste like? Oh, sorry. Uh, Stupid joke. Stupid joke. I'm just trying to bring us back to it. So, uh, you know, the only manner that actually matters, but when he was born, she placed his religion as Methodist because she was afraid of there being another Hitler. And and keep in mind, he was born in Christchurch. In... uh, she might not be wrong. I'm just well, saying. I, I know, but you know, he does live in California now, so maybe that'll be the first day that gets the pogrom. We'll see. I'll become a. <laughs> I can hide a lot better. Oh, I can see Orzo in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Orzo's going to be around this the, so, a lot more. <laughs> seriously, I don't think there's a Nazi dedicated enough to tracking someone down to Middle Earth, though. I mean, you'd shoot the. <laughs> I mean, they disappeared to where Argentina after the after World War Two, and that's where they caught a lot of the Nazi sympathizers and a lot of the what the fuck do you want to call them anyway? The the guys that were in the party and they just disappeared to it. So anyway, like I said, he was born in Christchurch, New Zealand. Um, he was in the according to him, this is coming from Ray Comfort himself. Uh, he was in the top of his class in his high school at Christchurch, where he attained a school certificate, the certificate okay. awarded for completing. 
fifth form, which was 11, 11th year examinations. And he did not okay. pursue a higher education. Okay. Yeah. That explains um, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Hi- top of your class in high school means jack shit. Especially in the middle of fucking nowhere, New Zealand. Yeah. In New Zealand, they're not known for their like incredible academics. Like we're not talking about Sweden or even England here, like where their academics are way better than ours. Like that. I mean, that's probably better than ours, though. So maybe I should shut my face. No, I got okay. a public I'm, education. I'm trying to bring up Christchurch right now to see what the population is. Um, let's see. It was settled by the UK in 1848. So it was like a city for 100 years before he came along. Population as of June 2016 in the whole territory, 375,000. So not a big class is what you're saying. No, not a big class. Yeah, not definitely a big class. Not, that's not something you should be like, I was top of my class in a tiny fucking class. <laughs> yeah, if you're the smartest <laughs> of 10 people in a town in Arkansas, that doesn't make you that smart. <laughs> no, believe me, I went to it school could. in Arkansas. You so. could be, <laughs> but that itself is not an indication of how smart you are. <laughs> that no. tells us nothing about how intelligent you are. <laughs> Uh, so let's see. He never pursued higher education. I mean, I tried to. I got my associates, and that's. I guess that's what matters. That's your participation prize for college, you know. <laughs> I've I've taken a lot of classes, and I mm-hmm. read and read a lot, and I learn a lot. But college is really expensive, you guys. And I I don't like the environment. I I like it when it's a learning environment, and you get to be challenged on things. That's fun. Like the lectures and everything. I fucking love that. Right. Oh yeah. I can yeah. Ima- I, I, ima- I imagine that's probably why he didn't pursue it. I didn't like the testing. Yeah. I hated the testing. It's the whole it's the whole having to be challenged on what you think. Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> and so in, justify um, yourself. In 1989, boy. Well, that's cool. Hey, that was the year I was born. That's a cool thing. <laughs> uh Comfort accepted an invitation to join the pastoral staff at the non-denominational Calvary Chapel in Southern California. I hate the term oh, non- okay. non-denominational. I don't like that at all. It's like, but it's meaningless. It's meaningless there's because there's definitely yeah. a denomination going to be prevalent. Like there is definitely going to be a school of thought. It's not going to be like you have one pastor that is like gays are fine and women can totally be pastors, and another <laughs> one who's like no women submit and gays should burn forever. <laughs> did he return it to the Pharisees he or did he down. keep it and buy a piece of property? Oh no, they bought the piece of property. Read it carefully. He threw no. the pieces of silver down and they the purchased the property. The other version says he himself purchased the pottery. Oh no, show me the chapter and verse. I don't have it on you. I, I will give you hundred dollars right now. Cash. Where's your Bible? Someone give him a Bible. Yeah. If you can tell me <laughs> that Judas... <laughs> we got a lot of... You bought a Bible? Hundred dollars cash on the spot. Okay, we're going to do this. Um, seriously, he gets $100 cash if he shows me what Judas purchased the field of sunlight. I, I, I have a chapter. $100 right here. Right here, on camera. Now, this man, not now the Pharisees, now this man acquired a field with the price of his wickedness. Hope you got cash on you, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> you have a room full of witnesses in the other version. The Pharisees buy the field. In this one, no, not the, Judas yeah. buys the field with the money he kept. Did not return to the Pharisees. So who bought the field? Judas. <laughs> 
Judas bought the field. And then the other version that you were quoting, the Pharisees bought them. Okay, I'll give you $100. Uh, let's see. He started up the way of the master ministry. And I apologize for anybody that's listening to this. You really could just go read this off of Wikipedia. But you're, you're here for the color commentary from all of us, aren't you? That's what we get you guys patrons for. Uh, in the 90s, he, he persuaded Kirk Cameron. Probably not that fucking hard. I, I, I imagine I Kirk Cameron is pretty, pretty, sir, pretty persuadable. Yeah, he was the star <laughs> of the canceled hit sitcom Growing Pains. Why did they have to include the word canceled in that? Because it means <laughs> right, it wasn't I mean, that good. <laughs> well, I don't know. Talk Growing Pains went on for a pretty while, but it went on for a while. I hated Alan. So it, it was pretty, pretty. What's wrong with Alan Thick? You just hate Canadians. As long as we Honestly, got I've never each actually watched other. <laughs> Come on, that's what. That's where that's where Leo got his start, you know. Hey, his I was I was watching a movie along with God Awful Movies today, a Kirk Cameron one, uh, and I got the opportunity to see Kirk Cameron's O Face. Which one over was it? His, Which one was it? Was it uh, Saving Christmas? Mercy Rule. <laughs> oh no! Oh, it's, <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. It's real, real bad. And uh, real I bad. got to see Kirk Cameron's O face over his wife making bacon. I mean, it was like an O uh, face. He's like, uh, oh. you guys gotta watch oh the video for that. God, dude, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Is that your fucking king, man? What do you want her to burn? Like pour the grease on your ass? Like what <laughs> is going on here? Nobody to bacon, <laughs> and people love bacon, but nobody's like, uh. Ah! <laughs> but he does this. I've seen that video of the scathing atheist pouring, not scathing atheist. Sorry. Whoa, that's a that's a Freudian slip. That's definitely not what I meant. I was listening to him earlier today. But the the amazing atheist when he's pouring the the <laughs> coffee pot full of hot oil on his balls. What? What? I'll, I'll send you guys the link to it. Okay, this is the guy that I can't stand. Right? Yeah, T.J. Kirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm not going to kink shame anybody, but. Don't let that shit no. slip on the internet, man. Don't. <laughs> well, it's not. There's nothing wrong with kink, but there is also this thing amongst people who practice kink, like nothing that can permanently harm you. Yeah, he's pouring hot oil on his genitalia, and so he's like bouncing up and down as it's pouring and dripping on him, like with his coffee pot pouring it, and he's like, ah, uh... and his little micro wang is doodling around. It's like. Ah! Uh, yeah, see. yeah i really didn't need to see that but thanks to um no that, that's what i think of when everybody's like when people from his audience start coming over to our youtube and they're like oh well you know amazing atheist this like nope i got i got the high ground on this guy <laughs> i don't have a video of me putting a banana up my ass video doesn't come out well i've seen the video don't put, don't put fruit in your genitals, people. Just don't no. do it. That's not no. what they're made for. It's not safe. Don't do it. No, and this really isn't about amazing, amazing, amazing atheists. This amazing is about atheist. Ray Comfort. Yeah, amazing, <laughs> amazing atheist. <laughs> Sorry, Ray Comfort. Yeah, Ray Comfort. So, um, let's see what happened in 1990 when he started up the Way of the Master. Which, if you haven't been following the Way of the Mister, that's an even better like YouTube channel out there. Where the guy pretends to be God. It's a really good channel. Uh, uh, the master. I'm already creeped out. Like, what? what is with this whole, like, bow down, be slaves shit? Like, what is with that? Oh, there's joy in slavery. 
Didn't you know that? There's there's joy in being subservient to your God. You know what, though? You know what? I'm going to walk that statement back. There definitely is joy in slavery. <laughs> what? There's a Nine Inch Nails there, song. There definitely that. can be. What is it called? Yes. Happiness and Slavery, I think is what it is. Maybe I'll have to dig that one up. Uh, anyway, I mean, so... You know, within the context of a scene. Let's see. They sure. yeah. We already talked about Way of the Master. So uh, Comfort thinks that evangelism is the main reason the Christian church exists. Uh, gonna probably say no. And he says the Jews that, are still around, but there's a lot more Christians than Jews, and Jews have been around longer. Well, there were about so, four I million mean, of them. It, I would 50. say the yeah. amount could be tied to evangelism. Like you know, the more you talk about your shit, the more people believe you, and that's just true. Like we know that the more you hear something, the more you believe it. Yeah, unless you're like staying on top of like. Not just believing something because you heard it a lot. Well, the the interesting yeah. thing here with uh, with Ray Comfort and all this shit is that he thinks that the evangelistic methods used over the last century have produced false conversions to Christianity. Okay. And you know, if you listen to any of his videos, or we did the whole oh, interview okay. on him. Oh, he, so he's talking about the No Truth Gospel thing. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So, so Comfort uses the the Ten Commandments thing, and his favorite one is the whole. Have you ever looked at a woman with a longing gaze in your eyes or something like that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So much. And so that one becomes the whole, you've committed adultery. If you ever lied to anybody, you've been fall witness. (laughs) I can tell you right now, (laughs) there is a very big difference between me wanting to fuck her and me actually fucking (laughs) her. (laughs) There is a huge, there's a world of difference. And if Jesus can't figure that the fuck out after living on Earth, apparently, then (laughs) fuck off. Again, fuck off, God. Fuck yep. you. Send me to hell. I don't even give a fuck anymore. Yep. So the the funny thing is, is like if you guys ever want to go on a vacation to uh, Huntington Beach, California, he's like always there at the boardwalk. <laughs> oh, good stuff, to know. So. Wait, yeah, okay. My big thing, like I've, I've talked about this before. Yeah. Patron show. Um, don't engage him on his level. No. Be no. absolutely ridiculous. Waste his fucking time. Follow his ass around. Waste his fucking time. Make sure nothing that he gets from you is usable. Not a fucking thing is usable. Like, just waste his fucking time. Yep, even if you're just in the background bagawking at him like a turkey or something. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. There's a whole subsection segment here of the the whole thing about the banana being the atheist nightmare, which was always really (laughs) I watched that today. Oh really, my god, really he's like not. just about ready to deep throat it. He's like, and it's perfectly shaped to fit in a human mouth. And it's like curving. No. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, get it in there, Ray. Well, just deep the, down. Just, oh. <laughs> one of my favorite things about the whole video is that after it came out and everybody went, wait a minute, guys, you know, the banana's been changed because of artificial selection by humans, right? Modified by people. <laughs> Uh, and that the wild banana is actually small and unpalatable, it says here in Wikipedia. And if you've ever seen a picture of a wild banana, it looks like a a green berry with like banana like meat in it, but like has corn, like seed. brown corn yeah. in it. Yeah, no, yeah. Wild banana is not not what I would consider yeah, edible. Not food. Not I mean food. it it is, but not <laughs> not, not in the way he says eat, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. There's a subsection here on debates because in 2001 he appeared at the the 27th National Convention of the American Atheists in Florida, where he debated Ron Barrier, the national spokesperson oh. for American atheists. 
And Comfort said later that, yeah, they laughed at my humor. And all there was a unified mockery at me at some of the things that I said. I was able to go through the Ten Commandments, the fact of the Judgment Day, the reality of hell, the cross, and nece- the necessity of repentance. And yeah, no that's how debates me. work. Right, that's how debates work. You get to say your part, and then they rebut. Like that. I've, I've been honestly listening yeah. to a lot of Australian people trying to get the, the, the accent, the Kiwi accent down. It's fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, it really is. You just gotta remember Mary yeah, I... from Flight of the Concords. No, no, let's see how much <laughs> We gotta go get some pencils. I, I can't do pencils. it. <laughs> well, I don't know, Mary. What do you think about that? <laughs> um, I've I've had this this argument over and over again with people claiming the Bible doesn't sanction that kind of slavery. The I Bi- finished. The Bible is very. I hadn't finished. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. About there is where Israel took enemies into slavery, and they did buy and sell them in that aspect, and I don't agree with that. But it's in the Bible, and yeah, it's... Well, there's a lot of things in the Bible I don't agree with. Oh. I remember the I watched the stupid debate that they had at the the Calvary Baptist Church in Manhattan, where they had Brian Sapient and Kelly O'Connor going after um, Comfort and Kirk Cameron at the same time, and so it focused on yeah. the existence of God. I remember watching this one on YouTube, and wasn't even that great. So he claimed Comfort claimed that he could prove scientifically without relying on the faith in the Bible. Faith or the Bible, sorry. Nightline correspondent Martin Bashir moderated the event, and during the debate, Cameron and Comfort repeatedly referenced the Ten Commandments and denied the theory of evolution. Not with anything other than their Bible and their faith. So they lied. Oh, wholeheartedly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and everybody here remembers that he uh, challenged Richard Dawkins to a debate and offered to donate $10,000 to him. But if you go after somebody like Dawkins, you're not... You're not trying to. You're trying to do the whole gotcha thing. You're not. You're not interested in having a interest, uh, an actual discussion with the guy. So Dawkins previously stated, yeah, but in a general policy not to debate with creationists, which I applaud him for that. Uh, he said yeah, I he would. That. He would do it if Comfort made a hundred thousand dollar donation to the Richard Dawkins Foundation for Reason and Science, and Comfort raised his offer to twenty grand, which, according to P. Z. Myers, was not enough. <laughs> oh let's see well then you, you've you've got to get into uh, verifying that they actually made the donation first and yeah. he wouldn't yeah, actually do that he There's, wouldn't do it he wouldn't no. do it fuck i wouldn't do it There's, 20 grand <laughs> but then he's probably thinking of what he could have made off of movies and shit that he did with them if, if i could make if i just had disposable income of that level yeah it probably wouldn't be the Richard Dawkins Foundation. Ah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I've, I've I seen... think there are other ones that are better teaching, like better at teaching critical thinking. That's just my thing. Ah. It, let's see. Living Waters is one of those shitty groups out there that makes sells millions of their tracts every year, and everybody knows what a tract is. Like mm-hmm. Chick was famous yeah. for it. Yeah. These are the assholes that make the ones that look like money. And so you pick it up <gasps> off the ground, oh. and you open it. And it's like, Fuck oh, did I get guys. your attention? Kind of thing. Yeah. Man, oh, they sell like tickets guys. to heaven. The let's see, they make them like extremely durable, so they like print them out of like poly uh, polymer substrate and stuff like that. So it's like really tough for you to rip them up and shit. So, so I have an, uh, an intellectually stimulating theory. It's my theory of where the soda can may have come from. Billions of years ago, there was a big bang in space. Nobody knows what caused the big bang. It just happened. And from this bang, issued this huge rock. On top of the rock 
was found a sweet brown bubbly substance and over millions of years aluminum crept up the side formed itself in a can then a lid and then a tad and then millions of years later red paint blue paint white paint fell from the sky and formed itself into the words 12 fluid ounces do not litter you're saying what are you doing you're insulting my intellect and so i am because we know if the, if the can is made there must be a maker if it's designed there must be a designer to believe the soda can happened by chance is to move into an intellectual free zone it's to have an echo when you think it's to have brain liposuction hold this kirk in 2006, here's an interesting story. Uh, the agents of the U.S. Secret Service confiscated thousands of Ray Comfort's million-dollar bill gospel tracts from Daryl Rundis, <laughs> president of Great yeah. News Network. A federal district court judge ruled that the tracts, which were marked as not legal tender, did not violate federal law and ordered their return. So he was printing up bills that were almost real enough, like same size, same kind of printing and everything, that they could be mistaken for counterfeit but they weren't i mean the thing is that that's Ooh. how much he was trying to get people to to pick up these fake bills and so i think it's some bullshit yeah oh no it absolutely is that's just shitty oh and i heard this that's one on uh, shitty on the the thinking atheists they they did the an, another tear down of uh the the ray discomfort movie that we heard the other day uh what was it the god delusion mm-hmm. oh, atheist, atheist delusion, delusion. man See, that's why we're doing this as warm up. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. But anyway, the they were doing a whole rip teardown of it. And Seth Andrews, you know, he has literally every famous atheist on his fucking Rolodex. So like he's talking about, yeah, we were talking about evolution. So and he like you could tell that he does an edit edit if you know what you're listening for. And he's like, So I thought I would call this evolutionary biologist by the name of da 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 da. And he has him on for like five minutes to talk about why they're wrong and the chicken versus the egg, stuff like that. And Oh my call, god, the, the chicken even, versus the egg. You guys need to that listen to it. That is the worst one. Mainly because he has the guys from the Scathing Atheist and uh and uh what the hell's the other show that do the oh the 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 rat what is Skeptocrat. Skeptocrat. And yeah. god awful okay. movies of course and they have them talking about it and so they get to the scene where they're t- where they actually left in the movie the him talking to what the hell's the astrophysicist name the uh, the theoretical physics guy. I can't remember. Lawrence. Lawrence Krauss. And he's like, I just happened to have Lawrence Krauss's number. And so he brings him on and he's like, so Lawrence, how long did he have you on for? And he's like 20 minutes. And he's he's like, yeah. And you only used like a minute of it. Yeah. And we fought about that minute. (laughs) 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 And Lawrence knew what was going on. So he recorded the people that were recording him so that they had a unbroken, you know, interview that was going on there so that they can refute it later if they try to come out and quote my number, whatever the fuck else he did. But anyway, we know that <laughs> we know that he has a huge hard on for quote mining and gish galloping oh, yeah. and everything. All all of the wonderful oh, shit that yeah, he, he does. Do, so and uh, pictures of cute kittens and not Komodo dragons. His iStock photo account, yeah. Uh Ray Comfort has authored more than eighty <laughs> books and tracks. Eighty books and tracks. That's interesting that they put them together. Because mm-hmm. a, I I would be curious to know how many how what percentage of his books our actual original content. Yeah, I've I've written three thousand book and blogs. You know? <laughs> exactly. See, it's exactly like that. <laughs> uh, his 2009 book, "Can You Lead an Atheist to Evidence, But You Can't Make Him Think," 
ranked number one in Amazon's oh. atheism and apologetics categories when it debuted. Oh my God. Yeah. I this hate everything bag. about it. Dude. <laughs> we are nearly done with this fucking thing. Uh, so let's see. Yeah. He did an abridged version of the origin of species, which I thought was interesting because him and Kirk Cameron were at college campuses, handing them out to people and taking videos and everything. So they added a 50 page forward. And it detailed creationist arguments against the theory of evolution. The book was given away at free at selected schools, blah, 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 blah. Uh, University of Tennessee alleged that most of Comfort's section on the Darwin's, on Darwin's life was plagiarized from his work. So there you go, Kyle. He plagiarized somebody else's history. Yeah. Of course he did. And he's, and That's Comfort what says he does. That, Comfort says that nothing has been removed from Darwin's original work. We just added this 50 page forward that we copied 40 pages of. You know, but uh, the executive director at the National Center for Science Education, the NCSF, noted that Comfort deleted four chapters. Four. Oh, oh. He, uh, he let's see. He did uh, a by Darwin that described the evidence for evolution and, and added that two of the omitted chapters, mm-hmm. 11 and 12, showcased biogeography. Uh, bio- what the fuck is it? Biogeography. Biogenesis. Biogeography. There you go. Or biogeography. Okay. Yeah. Some of Darwin's strongest evidence for evolution. And uh, this person wrote that Comfort's Forward is a hopeless mess of long ago refuted creationist arguments, teeming with misinformation about the science of evolution populated by legions of straw men and exhibiting what can be charitably described as muddled thinking. That uh, drop the mic. That's it. Of course it is. Of course it is. I mean, they every argument that they have opposing create or opposing evolution has been addressed every single one. And then they always jump back to evolution. How did the universe begin? It's like not the same fucking subject, dude. Like that. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We have it. We have evidence of certain things that have caused certain things, but that doesn't mean shit. Yeah. And it, then it's always like, it's like, well, evolution doesn't explain how life began accurate that's a different that's abiogenesis that's abiogenesis yeah that's a whole different yeah it's a completely different branch but but even that is even that is now it's actually remarkably well understood how how it could have happened yeah could happen yeah and no we haven't well yeah you'll never be able to say how it did happen yeah right but we haven't ever seen an a spontaneous abiogenesis like in the wild but that doesn't mean anything. That means nothing. That means zero. Well, and right, so, because that's something that it's, it's kind of hard to observe, something that takes a long time. And will happen just at any particular moment and may not result in any continued evolution. Right. Like it might. Right. Like and that it's, doesn't, it's, po- well, it's and possible. Keep it's very going. possible. It's happened a couple times. But yeah, yeah, we. Yeah, we could just we go don't. and go and go yeah. and but Behold the atheist nightmare. Now, if you study a well-made banana, you'll find on the far side there are three ridges. On the close side, two ridges. If you get your hand ready to grip a banana, you'll find on the far side there are three grooves. On the close side, two grooves. The banana and the hand are perfectly made one for the other. You'll find the maker of the banana, Almighty God, has made it with a non-slip surface. It has outward indicators of inward contents. Green, too early. Yellow, just right. Black, too late. Now, if you go to the top of the banana, you'll find, as with the soda can makers, they placed a tab at the top, so God has placed a tab at the top. When you pull the tab, the contents don't squirt in your face. 
you'll find the wrapper, which is biodegradable, has perforations. Notice how gracefully it sits over the human hand. Notice it has a point at the top for ease of entry. It's just the right shape for the human mouth. It's chewy, easy to digest, and it's even curved toward the face to make the whole process so much easier. The last section that they have here on the Wikipedia page is just his movies, and he's written, he's written, produced, shot a bunch of them, and they're horrible. We'll, we'll probably oh, review more as we go. Uh, there was one that stood out to me because uh, it's one that got handed my wife when she went to like take the kids to like a tumbling class a long time ago. Like some some guy was literally like evangelizing out in the part out in the the area where the parents wait. Uh, and that's how the Christians no. do it. I mean, he wasn't, he was actually had a kid there, but he saw my wife there and he's like, you know, you look like you could use some help. How about, how about, let me, ha- let me give you this movie right here. Just tell me that you watch it and I'll, and just come talk to me when we're come back next time that you see me here. And so like a week later, she stopped going to that place because that's creepy as fuck. But the movie she hand that she got handed was called 180, AKA 180 changing of the heart of the nation. And it's a, oh. it's an anti-abortion movie, which you don't hand oh, a mom, God. you don't hand a mom that's there for like tumbling class an anti-abortion mm-hmm. thing. Like, mm-hmm. mm. And so it, it it equates it to, of course, what would you think the fucking Holocaust and Hitler sanctioning oh. the killing and all that fun stuff. So <sighs> it's a terrible movie, terrible section. So the last little bit that we're going to get to, and before we just decide to go into the regular show, because we're giving Jeff a, enough time to show up. <laughs> <laughs> seriously i know but anyway okay it says here on livingwaters.com uh ray is the founder of ceo and ceo of living waters and the best-selling author of more than 80 books including hell's best kept secret scientific facts in the bible and the evidence bible he co-hosts with actor kirk cameron the award-winning television program i've never heard of it the way of the master seen in 200 countries he is also the executive <laughs> producer on the movies Audacity, 180, Evolution vs. God, and others, which have been seen by millions. He and his wife, Sue, live in Southern California, where they have three grown children that probably never come home for the holidays. <laughs> oh, wait, I added that last part. <laughs> but anyway, that's Ray Comfort. Know your enemy. We're going to go and move on to doing the real show. So. Uh, we'll do this again. I think. What do you guys? Who do you guys want to attack next? What What's a creationist oh, or, or a Christian that you guys want to bulldog next time? God damn, I don't I'm know. Thinking, I'm thinking Kent Hovind or Eric Hovind, maybe. Oh, or, they could be good. Yeah, Scientist yeah, Brugicate yeah. because that's. Oh, uh, I don't know. Oh. Uh, nah, no, that's, no, we're good. No, okay. yeah, I don't. I don't have anyone. We'll mm. make it secret. You guys will find out when it shows up. How about that? All right, we're <laughs> out of here. See ya. There's a lot of nutcases out there, and sadly, yeah. a lot of nutcases gravitate to the warmth and friendliness they find at a local church. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. 
with whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the Stretch and Flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.